Welcome back, guys. To Everything goes. Another podcast here with T and K. We have a lot to talk about. You know, Lots the Sixers. Sixers today. had a good opener, but you know they struggle at the end. Um, but we have a lot of baseball to talk about, a lot of basketball. Um, so we're gonna get into it. So let's do it. That Gary Sanchez. Yeah, we are. Let's do it. All right, so the Sixers opener that was that was that was fun to watch. Yeah, it really was. Fan. It was fun to watch. You know, new faces, new players. You, you don't know what to expect. You know, they don't have a lot of time together, and it, it turned out really well. I was excited. You know, Harris drained his first three—not his first three, but when he drained his first three with the Sixers, you know, that crowd went crazy. It was it was amazing to see all the talent on the team. One thing I did predict though is the bench. Me and you were just talking about that. Twenty points put up on the bench, and that, that's crucial. You yeah. need you need some points coming off the bench. Yeah, but Denver only scored twenty four points on their bench. You're not going to get guys on your bench that are going to score twenty points a night and, and just sitting there. Not first of all, they're not getting enough minutes to score that much. If you look at the overall minutes, the top five they dominate the minutes of the game. Oh, Harris, I know that. I know that. Embiid thirty three, uh, thirty four for Simmons. I mean, these guys on the bench are only getting it five, six, seven, eight minutes, twelve minutes. I mean, know? they're all getting over ten minutes. I mean, but twenty points oh, total man. by the bench. You need some help there. When these guys are out, you need to, you can't rely on just the starting five. You're gonna need some help. The average on our bench for minutes is about fifteen minutes of those players, and there's only one ball. And with that, you're still playing with starters, so they're gonna dominate the play. Uh, they're just role players. They're there. That, that's why there's an award for the the sixth man award. It's for the get best guy on their bench. And yeah, but we don't have that sixth man on it, our bench. It doesn't matter. I mean, you look at your starters. Your starters are going to get the job done. That's who's going to be playing when it comes playoff time. That's who's going to be playing at crunch time. These guys just come off the bench when Embiid needs a break, or when Simmons needs a break. You know, speaking speaking of Embiid, you know, I personally I love Embiid. I love Embiid. You know, they're, they're he what he what he put up. The 15 points he needs to pass the ball a little more you know he gets under the hoop we don't even pass it one time you wouldn't watch a good team that passes the ball golden state all that talent there and they pass it maybe 10 times where they shoot and bead won't pass he'll he'll go under there and miss half the time and not to mention last night he, or he was feeling sick i mean he he shot 417 from the field um and those times where he had double teams on him and he just forced stuff. You had Harris open up three. You got to pass that out. You got to pass it out. I mean, you could definitely definitely tell there was a, a big atmosphere there. You know, Harris there. It's just it was it was awesome to be a Sixers fan last night. I mean, JJ Redick put thirty four points. There's some of the shots. I mean, Jimmy Butler had twenty two points. Me and you sat here together and just thought, you know, if Butler doesn't get a lot of time. That could be it, a conflict, but it worked out. It in worked the beginning, out. Though it looked like Butler was like the odd man out. But I, it, it, I mean, Butler did. got more minutes than anybody. He got thirty six minutes. So, I mean, good good for him. Yeah, but he shot four or nine from the field, and he used fourteen of fourteen from the foul line, which is pretty good. Twenty two points. I mean, you couldn't ask for. I mean, they struggled. I mean, not struggled. You definitely say the chemistry's not there yet. You know, halfway through the game, uh, it didn't look too good. And then, um, I mean, they pulled out a win against a good team, and that's all that matters at the end. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they played in great, and it's only going to get better, and we'll see what happens. Uh, it's a short run now to the playoffs, so we'll see exactly what uh, this team can do. Uh, moving on from the Sixers, Anthony Davis played his first game back with the Pelicans yesterday. Um, and, you know, with the 16,000 fans that were there, he got a mix of a booze and cheers, um, which, you know, that's what people expected when you recommended a trade. You know, they beat the Pelicans. Not the Pelicans. They are the Pelicans. They beat the Timberwolves 122-117. to 117. Um, Yeah. He, he got booed at home, which is which is horrible. Uh, it's a bad situation for him, and I, I feel bad. But I mean, I don't feel bad. I mean, he wants out. It, it's a part of the game, yeah. 
But you, you're seeing that everywhere now. You're, you're seeing these – it doesn't matter if it's NBA, NFL, baseball, whatever. These guys aren't – aren't playing their contracts out. They no, want extensions. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, it's, that, that's aggravating. Uh, when you have guys that are in a five-year deal and two years in, they want an extension or they're going to sit out. Sit out, yeah. I just, it's aggravating. It really I mean, his is. first game back, um, you know, scoring 32 points, nine rebounds in 25 minutes, that's actually, uh, you know, pretty impressive. Only playing 25 minutes, he scored 32 points. You know, I mean, you, you never saw this stuff way back in, like, the 90s and stuff. You saw guys who were playing their contracts out, you know, when when it came to the time where they they wanted to get more money, that's when they played the market. But you you never saw guys opting out of their contracts or doing all this nonsense. No, I always had these talks with people. You know, these guys want three hundred million dollars, and it makes no sense. You know, no one deserves. It. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a sport. I understand you put a lot of work in for this game. You know, you work your whole life to get there. Um, but you know, like when people sit out, it kind of bugs me. Like I understand certain situations. There's certain situations where you can sit out, but. You know, if you get a contract offer for like maybe three years, you know, seventy million dollars, and then you want to sit out because you want more, you know, that's a little ridiculous, you know. And I would take seventy million. I mean, obviously, they might live a different lifestyle than me, but it gets to a point where I mean, you kidding me? Like, there's just certain times it just it's stupid to watch. And then that that contracts that that brings us to like baseball with with um, Harper and Machado both saying that they're waiting for that three hundred million dollar deal, which is ridiculous. No, nobody deserves that. It came out today that the Yankees offered uh, Machado either a seven or eight year deal for two hundred twenty million, and that's that's not change. That's that's good money. You know, and as a, as a player, if someone offered you two hundred twenty million dollars for a seven to eight year contract, I mean, if it's a seven year deal, that's that's thirty one million dollars a year. And like, who in their right mind wouldn't take that? I mean, what more are you going to get? No one else is going to give you more than that. The White Sox already said that they're not. Given any more than their what was 120 million they offered something like that they said they're not giving any more of that it just gets to a point where it shouldn't be that much you know Bryce Harper met with the Giants uh, they both have mutual agreements to me and there's a lot of a lot going over there you know Buster Posley wants wants them to sign him he was all for it you know said yeah sign him up and that could be a huge improvement too if he heads over there and back to basketball for a minute uh, LeBron James then and the they did a, a, a draft for the, the All-Star picks, and they did their first actual trade uh, in an All-Star uh, selection. It's pretty cool. Simmons got traded, and he's going to be playing with LeBron, and uh, LeBron's first pick was Anthony Davis. <laughs> now, is, he, is Embiid playing with Simmons, or are they in different teams? They're on different teams, which is cool about the All-Star game because they're actually letting them – they have a draft where they could pick from anywhere in the NBA. They could pick their team. Uh, the interesting thing is, is if you look at the starting lineup for LeBron's team, there's not one center on the field. It's going to be Embiid. Is the I big mean, Simmons man. could play as a center. He's going to be the big man on, on the East, and the other team's going to have like all forwards and, and guards. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the All Star Game is always boring, in my opinion, because you never see defense. It's more like they just kind of let each other dunk and you know shoot threes. Yeah, but of and... all all the sports, I think baseball and basketball. They have the best All Star game. They have oh, the absolutely! Because football, mean, nobody even tackles. Yeah, you, you're not even allowed to tackle. Hockey's not bad. I mean, I, I don't follow it enough to uh, to really judge it. I mean, they have they, they have, do a lot of cool things. They in have hockey, multiple though. games that go on uh, during that that whole setup, and they have their skills competition, which is always cool. But I've never really followed the hockey All Star game. But basketball, I love the three point shootout. I, Dunk contest, it's not like it was when I watched no, it with no. Jordan and all them. And It's still cool to watch, but it's, 
it's different. It's definitely. I mean, you run out of tricks after a while. Yeah, and it's just the the setup's a little bit different and weird. But as far as the All Star Game goes, I mean, it's gonna be a showcase. It's gonna be like street ball. It's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna see. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great to see a lot of dunks and everything. So it's. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Um, you know, back to the back to the Giants. Um, you know, you had a record last year of seventy three and eighty nine, and uh, they were twenty ninth. At a third in Baden rank in MLB, you know you had Longoria who didn't have the season he wanted to. He got injured, got hit in the wrist, fractured hand, missed six to eight weeks. You know you have you have Brandon Crawford, Brandon Bell. You know some guys that you know aren't in the prime. I mean maybe in the prime, but slowly getting out of their prime. You know you throw in uh, Harper in there, just anything huge. You know you give them Harper and you get Ellsbury from the Yankees. You know just something to to boost up that team because let's face it, you know. With that, Madam, Madison Bumgarner, you know, got injured last year. What was it with a dirt bike right before the season? Yeah. That screwed them huge. He came back and had still had a good year. As a matter of fact, he, they were talking. They about have good pitching him this year, which I was hoping the Yankees would have got him. And like, there's still good pitchers available. I mean, Keuchel's still sitting out there. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting with, with these remaining guys that uh, that are still out there. Adam Warren, he's another one, and he, he's a middle reliever that he, he'd be good to have on any team. Uh, he's looking for a long-term, not a long-term deal. He's 31 years old, but he's looking for more than a one-year deal. Uh, I'd love to see him come back to the Yankees. It's just crazy that there's so many. There's two weeks till spring training, right? Not, just, not even just, that. I mean, like, obviously, pitchers, pitchers and catchers, catchers start in which four is days. which is crazy to think about because think of all the players that you know need a contract. You think that they'd at least sign something or or somebody would make a move. You know, they, they thought JT going to the Phillies would open up open up something and everyone would you know start signing but you know it's crazy they were this close to spring training no one signed yet well Lindor's out he's going to be out seven to nine weeks yeah, with he a has calf. a calf strain uh he that's going to be interesting to see hey, what happens there happened working out like that's it's just a freak accident really Jose Iglesias is still available he's only 29 I mean that's someone that could be picked up just to fill in for him with Lindor though they're they're saying he could get in with early April which is which is nice you know Hector but they they had is out there with the Indians, though, you know, they had Michael Brantley leave. They had Jan Gomes leave. You know, so they're really, you know, relying on Francisco Lindor to be, like, the captain of that team now, really. So, you know, they're hoping that he gets back in that lineup soon. Um, you know, three-time All-Star. He batted 277 last year with 38 home runs, 92 RBIs. Was tied for the league lead with 129 runs. You know, so that's definitely someone huge that they won. You know, signed a one-year $10.5 million contract. You know who would be a nice pickup for the Yankees if they don't get, like, a Harper or somebody? Adam Jones. I thought he retired, though. I thought he retired in Oriole. He had his old, like, ceremony type of thing. I don't know if he's retired. He's listed He's listed on the MLB website as available, as a free agent. And maybe maybe 30, it was, like, a, like a farewell. 33 years old. Maybe it was, like, a farewell because he wasn't going to come back. That would be a great pickup. I take him. Eric Young Jr. is still out there. Austin I mean, Jackson still out there. There's a lot of guys out there that Eric can Young Jr., he's, he's, he's a younger guy, isn't he? He's 34. He's fast, right? Yeah. Adam Jones. I always liked Adam Jones for— you know, respect to him. I, I mean, it's hard to take somebody for, for if, as a Yankees fan because you got so many prospects you want to see shine. Good old Melky Cabrera still out there. He's only thirty four years old. Melky Cabrera, wow. Carlos yeah. Gomez, he's still available. So it, it's not a big deal if the Yankees don't get Harper. I mean, some little signings. You know, Homer Bailey signed with Kansas City Royals for a minor league deal. You know, obviously the invite to spring training. Nolan Arenado and the, the Colorado Rockies agreed to a one year. Uh, 
$26 million deal to avoid arbitration. Oh, they got they uh, agreed to a deal? One-year deal. I think, personally, you need to give him what he wants That in that case because, like, the Rockies were no- nothing. I mean, you had Troy Tulowitzki there for the longest time. Um, you know, he moves on. You got Trevor Story there. You got Arenado. You got Blackman. They want Cargo. They want Cargo back. You re-sign Arenado. He is a great ball player, one of the better third basemen in the game. You definitely need that cornerstone in your team if you want them to continue to be good because they've slowly been getting better and better every year. So that's someone you definitely, definitely need to re-sign. Yeah, and I love the fact too that Major League Baseball is trying to make a difference in the game. Now they're making it uh, pitchers when they come in. It's a minimum of three batters they have to face instead of a a coach going out there and changing after every every out. Uh, if they want to late in the innings, it, it has to pitch at least to three batters. And uh, as far as the DH goes, they're, they're not going to be adding that until possibly twenty twenty or twenty twenty two for the uh, the National League. Now I saw. Um yeah, I saw him talk about the minimum for relief pitchers. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I don't know if that's something that they settled on or if they're talking about that. I think it's just they're, they're still talking about it, but I think it's good. I think it's going to speed the game up. Yeah, I mean, there's certain situations I don't like when they're trying to speed the game. Like the whole, like the whole clock for the pitchers and everything. I think that was stupid. But I, I think that this is actually pretty cool. You know, it challenges teams because like you, a lot of times you'll have a coach change a pitcher almost every batter, especially late into the games when you, ha- you want that lefty versus righty combo. You don't want them. I mean, lefty versus lefty, righty versus righty. You don't want someone hitting the home run. So that makes it interesting definitely. I I kind of like that. Now as far as no DH, I don't I don't I don't get that. I think they're trying to push that because of the whole Tanaka thing last year with playing and he, he hurt both hamstrings in one game. Um I think that's why they're really trying to push these uh, new rules. But I, like I think that they should just pass it. Like I don't understand what they're waiting for. Like why have a difference in the AL and NL like like, why have your pitcher go out there when most of the time your pitcher either strikes out or he's just trying to bunt, and half the time they can't even bunt? Yeah, but it, it's always been like that. They've always had – I mean, you have some home home, uh, home run hitters that are pitchers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I give you that. There is uh, sometimes that it is pretty cool when you see, like, Madison Bumgarner go up there and he hits a home run, or Bartolo Colon when he hit his first home run at Petco Park. You know, that that is an awesome moment to see. I mean, but half the time they're striking out or just sack bunt. They're, you know, as I'm looking at the rules now, they're, they're trying to do that three batter minimum for pitchers, a universal designated hitter, a 20 second pitch clock, the expansion of the roster to 26 men, which would be good with a minimum, a maximum of 12 pitchers. Um, they're, gonna, they're talking about lowering the mound. There's a lowering the mound. Yeah. Now I was reading today that, the, you know, everyone in the office and everything they like to you know, connect with the players first before they make a move, which I actually like that, you know, but, you know, low in the mound, that's just stupid. You know, we've come so far a replay, you know, how do you feel about how we've come so far a replay? I like it. I, I like it. For, I, I mean, they want to talk about doing it for strikes and balls. I don't agree with that. I think you got to keep the human part of it into the game, but I like it. I mean, there's some calls that are really bad, especially in the playoffs. That the 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 replay it's a good thing. It, it, it definitely is. Definitely yeah. is. I mean, we def. I mean, there were times like when, before we had replay when the Detroit Lions were one out away from getting a no hitter. Like that, I don't, uh, I don't want to see them expand it any more than what it is. Not but, at all. Not like at all. It's perfect. About expanding it for for penalties. I mean, that's just it's just ridiculous. You know, as a Saints fan and watching that game. I still don't think I want replays for penalties. They say they use it in Canada Football League, though, and it works out great, though. 
Um, but the problem is, is it's going to make the game longer. It's it, it it's going to make everything longer. I mean, I don't know. You're going to have guys throwing flags all over the place. Yeah. No, I like I like the replay in MLB, especially since there's like you no, know, there's some crazy, especially at home plate where the, it really matters. Um, you know, back in the day, like I still I see that I it's like mixed feelings because I like the old school. You know, you just got to rely on what the ump was. You know, if he was sucky, you had to deal with it. But obviously, you know, there's watching baseball as a fan you love having that replay and watching it and knowing that you know this is pretty cool that they can overturn this um there's just some cool moments uh, quick score updates for any of you guys that are college basketball fans number two duke is holding on right now over number three virginia 66 58 unc beat miami 88 85 kentucky held on and won uh, university of kentucky actually played mississippi state that was number five, and they almost lost. So, how about Zion Williams? Yeah, Williamson. he's he's gonna be a freak when he comes to the pros. He really is good. He's got he's definitely he's got a top five to his draft, game. top five draft easily. Easily. I mean, the thing I don't like is they're already comparing him to LeBron James. I just I don't I don't like that. Let, let him have his own identity. Yeah, I always, let, I always say that. Play. I wouldn't want somebody to compare me to somebody. I just want to be my own person. Um, but speaking of college sports, um, you know you have Kyle Murray. Um, I don't know if he fully committed to the NFL yet. Um, I he, feel like he he's, committed to the combine. I, I know he committed to combine, but I think they're al- they're allowing the A's to come up with a you know another offer. I think they're allowing that just to see what the A's. That was smart though, because if you think he's, about it, if you think about it, okay, he's the in money win situation. Yeah, because now the money the A's offered him, okay, he's going to get triple that if he gets drafted oh, within God, the top yeah. three. Yeah. So that was smart telling the A's that he wants more money because. It's going to take him a while to get to the pros, you know. He has to, you know, work his way up. I mean, in football, you're in the pros right away. Yeah, there, there's no guarantee that he's even going to make it to the age. I mean, you could be down in low A, single A, double A. The chances of getting up there, it's hard. I mean, you have so many guys competing to get to that final roster. And it's an uphill battle, uphill climb. Life must be good when you know that, you know, you're good at two sports. You get drafted. Now, why can't he play both? Why can't he just play both? Is there a new rule that the MLB doesn't I, I, allow him to do that? I don't know if there's a rule as far as that goes because I remember Deion Sanders did it. Bo Jackson uh, did it. Yeah. I mean, he, you he, had several guys that actually played. He, yeah. He's a good baseball player. I mean, he batted 296 last year. He had what? But there comes times where you're going to be messing over one of the organizations because I know Deion Sanders, he played for the Atlanta Braves, and he played in a playoff baseball game instead of playing in a football game. So was it like late early in the season though? No, it was. I don't remember actually the date, but he uh, he picked he picked baseball over the football game, and it caused a little controversy. As an athlete, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, one sport it's tough. One sport you're already given a lot of time to, you know, especially if you have a family. I mean, now now you're doing two sports. You're never home. But Deion Sanders was good. Was he, he was, good at baseball? Yeah, that's way before yeah, my time. He was really good. He was so fast. He was just good. He's a good hitter. Gave you gave you home runs every now and then. Because you know Michael Jordan went to baseball. He wasn't too good. That's different. <laughs> Why is that different? I mean, basketball and football. I mean, he was able to do it somehow. I mean, there's a lot of people that said the catchers were tipping signs and everything. But like, I mean, you have Bo Jackson, obviously, who was great at it. Um, but Deion Sanders, what I've seen in highlights, you know, I never watched. That. I was too young. He looked he looked pretty good as a ball player. Yeah, he was. Michigan beat Wisconsin today, sixty-one fifty-two. Number eleven Virginia Tech went down to Clemson. All right, so just a. Hop on a different topic here. Um, you know, we talked about Gary Sanchez the last podcast, and I, I told I told you that a lot of my buddies, you know, they're a big Gary Sanchez fan, and you know, 
they had some mixed reviews on what you had to uh, what you had to say on that first podcast. That's that's fine. Every, that's why it's called Everything Goes. People have the right to say what they want, and we have the right to say what we want. I mean, I've been a diehard Yankee fan for years, and statistically, I I stand by what I said yesterday. Uh, Gary Sanchez is not uh, he's not right now a, a solid defensive catcher. He had more pass balls than anyone in the league. Uh, he didn't even th- he threw out out of twenty eight stolen bases. He only threw out twelve guys. Where I think it was Francisco Cervelli, he he threw out twenty three or twenty four of thirty four. I mean, there's guys out there that are, that are doing a lot better than yeah. him. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, even offensively, his the only stat he ran in the top fifteen was strikeouts, <laughs> and that's that's not good. I mean, don't no. get me wrong. I like Gary Sanchez, and I think he could be a great player. But all I was saying was, if the Marlins offered JT for him, I was excited because JT ranks in the top five to ten in every stat. I'll give you. I'll give you my opinion. Okay. Um, do I think the Yankees should trade Gary Sanchez for the right price? Yes. Would I like to see that? No. Um, obviously, Gary has his defensive problems. Some people have called Wait, him. Which what? can be fixed. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It, absolutely. Has he had his lazy moments where he could have beaten out something? I mean, who hasn't had those moments? Um, I think he has a lot, lot of talent bat-wise. Um, I think he has a lot of time. He's still young. <coughs> he's he, still he, young. He, oh, he's battling injury. He has a cannon of an arm. I think he just need, I think he needs a little discipline. I think he needs to relax. I think he needs some good coaching. Um, he, he's, he's The 18 pass balls hurt him that that's what that's that was, the only that problem that's the only problem the i league. have that's the only I, I don't want to trade him or anything like that he does definitely have a lot of pass balls but that's also i mean you got to think about it like this too okay you got to you at least have to give him this look who's in your bullpen how many guys throw at least 100 miles an hour probably three or more chad green batances chapman now how hard is it if you're set inside and chapman throws a 105 mile an hour pass ball outside you know that's hard to react to no i'm sorry rudy there's no stat for framing <laughs> I, I I think that you know you give him time he's gonna mature um, and I think that he will be a stud. So Real I, Muto had thirty four guys steal on him. He threw out twenty one last year. That, that's good. That is good. I mean, you have to give it to him. That's good stats. Um, yeah. You know, all, that's all I was saying was I just think as a catcher right now, I just he has to get better as far as defensively keeping the ball in front of him, no pass balls. I mean, he that that, that reliever we picked up. From uh, the Colorado Rockies has a nasty slider. Oh my! He's a guy that's going to strike out Gary Babe Ruth. Sanchez cannot keep that Blah, in front of that. him. It, it, you're going to be making a catching change late in games with, as the relievers come in, because you're going to have Gary Sanchez struggling to keep that ball in front of him. And that's my only pet peeve with him. Um, he, if he gets better there and he has a better offensive output, I, I'm on board with it. But I just think, like I, st- I have to stand by what I said. I was excited if they would have traded him, and I see him rise up right now as a better DH. Keep him off the keep him off the field behind the plate, and until he fixes his problems. I one scary team that I saw the other day they posted a photo on Instagram. I actually have it right here. So you know the Astros, you have Correa, you have Altuve, you have Bregman. Who was that fourth one we just said? Springer. You have Springer. If we're saying his name right. That's four people that can possibly an MVP. Think about the season they had last year. That's crazy. That's scary to face them. You know, you have 
four guys that could easily hit over 20 home runs. I mean, Alex Bregman was in the home run derby last year. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a great. I can't wait for baseball to start. It's going to be interesting. Oh. A lot of guys change teams. You know, Boston really hasn't done much. I think the Yankees caught up to Boston. I mean, Boston doesn't need to do anything. Look how, look at their team. I mean, I'm yeah, but, not going to lie. Playing yeah. Boston is a, is a team where I'd be scared to be a pitcher. But they have to be concerned about Sale. Sale's not as good as he used to be. Price, price, you know, price, price is, is up inconsistent. And down. Price yeah. looked great in the playoffs, but which the is Yankees, rare because usually the in the Yankees playoffs he sucks. Hammer him every time they face him. So it's going to be interesting. I think the the Yankees. I, mean, I, I hope Pedroia plays this year. I, I feel bad for him. You know, he's a good player. Yeah, I, I just think his time's up too. That injury hurt him. Yeah, that, oh yeah. Save him. He'll make a great like coach or something maybe one day, but. You know who I'm intrigued to see? I'm intrigued to see the Reds. You know, they've been picking up a lot of players. They got Puig, which was huge. You also got Matt Kemp in that deal, too. The, you have uh, Scooter Gannett, who had an amazing year. They they could be not, I'm not saying playoff team, but a team that slowly, you're going to see, they're going to be like, oh, that's, that's a huge difference. And then I'm excited to see what Seager does to the Dodgers. I just, yeah, that's going to be Him coming back, because he was so good his rookie year, and then he got injured, and I felt so bad. I'm excited to see how he comes back from that. I hope he's, you know, he's the same. You know, I, I, you hate to see someone so young that's so good just have such a huge injury. All right, so moving on, you have, you know, the Daytona 500 come up next Sunday. My favorite time of the year. It's that's, the that's, Super yeah. Bowl it, of NASCAR racing. This is where my hillbilly comes out because I love NASCAR racing. I get, I get excited. That's like one of the only races that I really like watching um, because, you know, the track is so big and they go so fast, four wide. I just love seeing the wrecks. I don't know if that's mean of me to say that I like seeing the wrecks, but. There's nothing like the thrill of 43 cars going 200, 200 miles, miles an hour, an hour. It's insane. and there's it's no insane. room between them. Uh, they had their first practice today for the clash, and of course they had an accident and it knocked out a couple of the big guys. Those accidents but are so awesome. The clash, the clash is going to be awesome tomorrow because it's just basically a free for all. There's no points involved. There's nothing. There's just a bunch of guys going out there and running for money, which is great. It, one thing that bothers me is you know you have those people. I mean, sometimes it's funny. They're like, oh, you know, it's such an easy sport. All you do is make left turns. Okay, first of all, I, I honestly personally don't think I'd have the balls. To go to over 200 miles an hour with three cars surrounding me, 43 other cars around me. Yeah, that's scary. I would love to be a passenger in one of those. Just a cars. passenger, yeah. That'd I mean, that's awesome. not an easy job. I mean, you you can't just no. drive. You have to be skilled to do that. Absolutely. I mean, um, it's it's more than just driving fast and turning left. It really is. Uh, these guys, they know exactly when you can bump draft. They know exactly when you can do the things you got to do, and it, it's gonna stink this year because dale jr is not running in it that's one of my favorite drivers and to see him and how he used to to run that race uh they used to call him the pied piper because he always got to the front and everyone followed uh I just, it's that's gonna be different there's got a lot of new names and a, a lot, lot of, of new names. uh young drivers coming up this year which is nice to see though but it's sad to see a lot of the old guys it go. definitely is it really yeah. is the, the nice thing though is they they change the rules which is finally great. Before, if you got caught with something illegal in your car, even if you won, they didn't strip the win from you. Now they're going to actually strip the win from you, give the win to this guy in second place, and they're going to give that guy last place points, which makes it interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, my favorite driver was Tony Stewart. You know, there was a lot of drama with Tony Stewart, you know, um, unfortunately. Um, 
but to see a lot of the young guys come up is cool. I had to pick a new driver, which I picked Austin Dillon last year. And of course, you know, he won, which was a nice deal in this household. You know, Austin Dillon, if you're listening to this podcast, everyone want to come on, everything goes, you know, just hit us up. We'll, yeah, we'll, hit we'll, us give, up. we'll give you, we'll give you a nice little, little tour of the house. Um, but yeah, it's it's an amazing. It's cool how that is their Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl World Series. That's usually the end, but you know they open up with that, and and also you know they they race their what mid season, but it's yeah. not their Super Bowl obviously. But like that, that is such a, a cool thing how you open up with the biggest race of all. I love it because there's a lot of history there. There's, there is so much history at Daytona, and and for all of you people that have never watched the race, I would just watch that. Oh, race definitely recommend that, it. That race is – don't even watch the whole thing. Just watch, like, the first 10 to 15 laps and then come back a couple hours later <laughs> yep. and watch the ending. The, the ending's the best. That when you get to, like, best. that 20 laps left, everyone's trying to get to the front. Because everyone is expecting the big one, and the big one is when you have one guy make a move and the rest of them crash. <laughs> it's a great time. It's a great time. You know, um, we expanded a little bit on this podcast today. Yeah, we. Uh, the first one went pretty well. Um Obviously, we were nervous, but we had a couple of technical difficulties. We're Which trying we to iron these things out. We hope but, it's out now. But but as we go, we're going to get this bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're, we're looking to, to have phone lines where we can actually take calls. Um, we'll have updates that, that say, hey, we're getting ready to go on the line, and then uh, get you guys to come on. If you guys want to see uh, the last podcast, you know, we are uploading these to YouTube on Everything Goes T&K. Um, we also share them on our Facebooks. Um, but, you know, we hope you guys enjoy this one and that you come back and listen again. You know, we're gonna... And pl- please, feel free to criticize. Criticize oh, only makes us better. We were just messing with Rudy. You know, yeah, we, Rudy we would love to have him. It. We'd love to have him on the show. We'd love to, you know, eventually have some people on the show with us. Um, we hope you guys... I, I would love to have Rudy's dad on the show because Rudy, <laughs> Rudy's dad has oh, man. so much baseball knowledge. And uh, I miss the days of, of coaching and uh, working actually with Rudy's dad. Great I like, guy. I feel like we're talking about, before we end here, before we end here, you know, we're talking about your coaching days. I feel like we have to bring up the story. You know, oh, my coaching days, I could sit here and no, talk well, we, that's, a, that's a different time. We got to tell at least one quick story here. Is, um, you know, people always thought, you know, my dad favored me because I played in his team. But we got to talk about the one time, you know, what was that? We were playing a big team, right? And I go out there, and I probably pitched to, what, two batters in the first inning? Yeah. And you pulled me quick. You pulled me quick. That was embarrassing. That's one thing. I ne- there was a I lot of people never, there, man. There was I a lot of people there. never favored anyone. I treated you all the same because you're all family to me. And <laughs> at, the, the, at the end of the day, it was about winning. And sometimes you got to make moves that are going to hurt someone's feelings. But at the end of the day, we win and we lose as a team. One day we'll bring someone on and we'll talk about all our baseball stories because we have some really good baseball stories. Oh, my God, yeah. But we have a lot of things coming up, uh, a lot of things planned. Uh, we're going to have some guys on here talking about skateboarding the whole nine yards. And we're going to expand it. So everything goes. Whatever goes. goes. But, uh, we're gonna try and do these at least, you know, at least three times a week. You know, it's, it's a little hard sometimes when we both are working, but um, we definitely hope you guys enjoy it and uh, come back yeah, and, and uh, keep subscribing, keep subscribing and, uh, that YouTube keep channel. You and them, and we'll, we'll definitely keep going. Yeah. We'll keep bringing it, and you guys keep liking it. That's a good thing for all of us. All right, we hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you next time when everything goes to T and K.